Welcome to the cockpit. My name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am oh so excited to talk to all of you about your favorite trade that could happen on draft day. I put a poll in the comment section. Uh, you guys can answer that on your way in. What trade would you like to see happen? Trade down with the Steelers, trade down with the Saints, trade for a player, or maybe a trade up. We're going to go through a few different uh, ones of these and then we will jump into the calls. Calls are going to start, as always, at 8.15. Bam! Uh, and then I get three minutes for each caller. You guys can plead your case. What do you want to see happen? Just oh so much that could happen. I can't wait for the draft! You guys see our promo video? <laughs> it's pretty cool. Greenbean edited it. Ugh, excited. All right, so let's discuss trade options. Let's go, first one, trading down with the Steelers. In a situation where we're trading down with the Steelers, you're probably looking at, you know, at least this year's first, next year's first, which has a lot of value because we don't have the two first-round picks next year. We have plenty of draft picks this season, uh, so it's going to be something that maybe we, we look to maybe continue this stockpile of picks in years uh, to come. Now... With the Steelers trade down, you're probably getting a wide receiver in that, along with a bunch of other picks in the middle rounds, like second round, third round, in addition to next year's you know other picks that would be included, uh, which isn't really that bad, because then you're getting guys that are helping you this year. With the Saints trade, you're probably getting the two firsts this year, and then maybe a throw-in pick, might be an additional pick next year, like maybe it's a, a second round pick in 2023. Or a uh, you know a third round pick or something along those lines. The two first round picks for the Saints this year do um, add up point wise to the number four overall pick. So you're probably uh, trying to figure out what makes the most sense. It would be nice to get somewhere in that 16 to 19 range because I think that's the sweet spot for guys like Nicobe Dean or Tyler Linderbaum or maybe even a Jamison Williams, a receiver that you may not have felt 100% confident taking at number 10. Maybe you want to get your edge rusher there, and then you uh, you know slide a little bit further back. All possible. There's the option of trading for a player, a guy like Debo Samuel, a guy like A.J. Brown, a guy like uh, McLaurin down in uh, D.C. All these guys are apparently holding out of team practices until they receive new contracts, which means it opens the door for our New York Jets to potentially wheel and deal a little bit. I think that was a big note for the Tyree Kill trade. Because even though we weren't, like, I knew we were not getting Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill was never going to sign a contract here. But it showed the rest of the league, hey, look, the Jets are willing to give up two seconds and a third. If this guy's not going to sign a contract, or if he wants, like, to ask for the moon, maybe we see who's on the board at the Jets pick at 35, or the Jets pick at 38. A team like San Francisco, who doesn't have like any picks because of the uh, the Trey Lance trade up, could entirely uh, could definitely be a thing. Ooh, I still have the Gitmo Bob card <laughs> on the ticker. All right, let's let's fix that. Love you, Gitmo, but uh, 
No card. Um, okay. So, do you trade for a player like A.J. Brown? You're giving up a massive contract, but the Jets have the money right now because we have a quarterback on a rookie contract. Do you want to give up the picks? Pick 35 and 38 are basically de facto four-year first-round picks. Like, that's what it's going to be. There's going to be quarterbacks that go in the first round, players that, you know, maybe some of us don't grade as first-round caliber players, you know, will go in the first round, thus dropping some guys down. It feels like every year there's like 45 guys that you could say, oh, that's a first-round talent. That's a first-round talent. And then you think, okay, wait, 32 teams. <laughs> you know, it's, they're, they're clearly going to fall down. So there's going to be some really, really good players in play for the New York Jets at 35 and 38. So you're sacrificing those picks potentially unless you're moving one of the first-round picks but it's going to be interesting to see. Um, then there's the option of potentially trading up. Not as uh, common, I think, for, for Jet fans to want to do that. That's sort of where I've envisioned a trade situation. And I'm cool with trading down and then moving back up. Like, if I could get into the back end of the first round, whether it be for a receiver or if you take your receiver at 10 and you just think, like, hey, a five-year contract on, you know, another player... Might not be a bad option. So there's a lot of different ways the Jets can go. But this is the topic. We are talking trade all night. And then you guys are going to call in, starting in just two minutes' time. You get three minutes on the clock. Nice little three-minute timer there. Wham. And then when that hits zero, chicken. You're out of here! Across the screen. I'm going to try and be good at it. I'm not going to let anyone go over the three minutes. As soon as I see it, Wham! Could be mid-sentence. Now, you guys are on like a 20-second delay from if you're, you know, if you're watching the live stream versus talking to me on the phone. So that timer is going to be at like 20 seconds on your YouTube screen. And that's when you're going to get booted. Lots of stuff we can go over. Is Green Bean in the chat? Is that what I saw in there? Green Bean, you hanging out with us? I saw someone comment Green Bean. If you guys haven't taken a look at our trailer for the draft weekend, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> we got everyone. We got a bunch of people coming on. It's going to be really exciting to see uh, just how it works out. I think this is going to be the best year ever. Best year ever. Right now, it looks like the trade down with the Saints is leading the way in the poll. 47%. Uh, you guys want the two first-round picks. You want to trade for a player, someone like an A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, McLaurin. McLaurin's one that I would I would definitely pull the trigger on, but I think the Debo and A.J. Brown have a little bit more familiarity with our roster in general that might, you know, bode well for a contract extension. Um, trading down with the Steelers and trading up, actually trading up just past trading down with the Steelers, 10% to 9%. So those are like two options you guys do not seem very high on. Those are probably the two that I really like a lot. Like, not that I don't like the Saints. I like the Saints, you know, two first-round picks, but I kind of like the idea of getting an extra first next year. I could see a situation where the Jets pick at 10. They've traded down their four-pick with the Saints. They get both first-round picks there, and they trade back up. So you got four first-round picks this year. Four first-round picks. Get the fuck out of here. No way. Could that happen? I think it could. Uh, Harlan. Says you don't have Frankie from Flatbush. Uh, I reached out to Frankie. Uh, Greenbean was actually supposed to reach out to him first, but we made the trailer because we were getting you know pretty close there on time. Uh, I did reach out to him. 
he's unavailable, unfortunately. He's going to be, I don't know if he's doing a stream and, like, doing some videos throughout, but uh, I did try. There's a bunch of guys that, like, I, I just didn't have time to reach out to, so I hope there's no offense taken. <laughs> but I'm totally down to have whoever on. So, like, you know a Jet content creator, let them know. <laughs> Invitation's open. Totally, totally good with any of those guys. Um... Let's see. Oh, we are at that 8.15 mark. Let me pull up the Google Voice. I didn't do a test run of this, so I'm going to have to see if my audio is hooked up to Bluetooth. Let's give this a try. Uh, Mitch wondering where you can find that draft party trailer. Head over to the uh, head over to my, uh, my Twitter page. Twitter will have it over there. I think that's where we released it. There was like a, a short demo on uh, Instagram as well. Oh, you know what I should do? I should add it as a commercial in here <laughs> and have it drop like part of the way through. That would be fun. Thinking right now. Thinking of portals. All right, let's see. All right, I think I'm connected. Let's move over to the Google Voice. I think you guys should be able to hear me with this. I should probably put the phone number on the screen, though. Bam! Phone number's on the screen. <laughs> Let's give it a whirl. See if I got this working correctly. Had to do a test run. Oh, bam! Should probably move this up. Bam! Kalo Hemp Infused Seltzer. Thank you for sponsoring the stream. Very cool. Much appreciated as always. Non-alcoholic. 20 milligrams of that CBD good stuff. Phone number is on the screen. All right. Clicking around on stuff. While we wait for a call. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Here's this awkward moment of the call-in show and no one calls Call him. from... Mitch from Jersey. Mitch from Jersey. What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan. How was I made it? Oh. Ah, I'm glad you're here. What's on your mind, brother? What trade would you like to see happen on draft day? Hey, yeah. Um, first, I wanted to ask uh, if you heard um, Connor Rogers' take this week. Ooh, I did not. Uh, I've, been, I've been busy with a bunch of stuff. Talk to me. What's going on? So he was he was saying that at four, the Jets are either going to take, well, assuming Hutchinson is not there, because if Hutchinson's there, we would take him. But mm -hmm. if he's not there, we'd go, if KT was there, we'd go KT. Mm -hmm. If both guys are taken, he thinks the Jets would go uh, Icky. 
I thought that was really interesting. I can see then, it, but it's like it, it scares me. I feel like Joe Douglas is he's such a good scout, or he, or he, I, I feel like he is a good scout. So like, why would like burn a top five pick on an offensive lineman after spending two premier picks on one? I, I would be a little burnt. I don't really want to see that happen. Yeah, but I do think that's Although, probably the right like you know Hutchinson, KT, and then I think it's probably somewhere in the middle of like Jermaine Johnson. Like I think it's got to be an edge rusher for. As much as I want sauce. <laughs> yeah. I think Johnson would be good at 10. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think four might be a reach. but Yeah, yeah. I can understand that. So anyway, what I was going to say was um, I actually want them to trade out of four. Yep. Unless they get – I actually think Icky might be the, one of the safest picks at four. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot – there's a lot of noise about a lot of these guys. Um, mm-hmm. I, but I trust Joe. I trust Joe. But anyway, I think I think we can get a lot of value trading out of four, and if we can get, oh man, if we can get two first round picks or um, first and a second, or even a play, like a player, that would be great. Yeah, the Saints and the Steelers are the two most intriguing ones. Like the Saints, or the the Steelers could include a player, but it depends if you want that player. Like I'm talking Claypool or Deontay Johnson. And then there's also like the thought of okay, is it worth going with the the lottery ticket? You know, you get two first round picks this year, and then you that might be it. You don't get anything else. Um, yeah. With the Steelers, I think you're getting a lot of picks, but you're just not getting the two premium ones this year. So it's it's kind of interesting to see. Yeah, absolutely. And when it comes to receiver, um, actually, Connor Rogers is saying this, and I and I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can get another receiver from another team, that's even better than a rookie mm-hmm. because their experience, you know, they know how to play and they'll help uh, Zach right away instead of a rookie who's trying to learn with Zach, trying to, you know, mm-hmm. get on the speed, learn the plays, all that. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm that, right that there. Would be- I, I would prefer a trade, honestly. Uh, I've been saying it basically since the whole Calvin Ridley thing. Now I just sort of think it's less likely to happen. Uh, but, brother, thank you so much for the call. You've been injected from the cockpit. Oh, God. i got to incorporate the chicken or more of this kind of goofy stuff during our other streams. I thought about doing a, a freeze frame, <laughs> like, around Green Bean whenever he freezes. Just have it, like, icicles. See if I can figure out how to make that work. Call from... George. George, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Yo, Brian, how's it going? I'm hanging in there. Where are you calling from? Charlotte. Ooh, very cool. Panther territory. So, yeah, talk to no, me. Right? They're what all kind of trade mad. do you it's want to see? Are, are you hearing any Carolina trade with the Jets up here? <laughs> nah, I think we did enough to them. But, uh, no, it was just a. Uh, I don't know if you watched the uh, the Atlantic. Um, I forget what is the B writer's name, Connor something. Connor uh, Hughes. Um, I think so. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he, they have like their YouTube channel, right? And mm-hmm. he was pretty adamant that we're taking a left tackle or just an offensive lineman mm-hmm. at four. Yeah, um, I've had a few people say that, that to like, me. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll I'll definitely get your opinion. It's just like he was really adamant he was saying like i don't know where jet fans think that like george fan is super reliable mckay beckton's not really reliable mm-hmm. and like if they get injured then it's connor mcdermott and other people mm-hmm. um so he's like they can't do that to zach basically yeah 
I can understand it. And for a long time, I had the Jets taking Icky at four. That was kind of my my thought process because before we had signed Lake and Tomlinson, I was like, hey, let's plug him in at right guard. You know, Joe Douglas likes his offensive lineman, gives us the flexibility of, you know, having the backup tackle. I think not having Fant signed before the draft is an issue. And I think Makai Becton's availability more so year one, if that's a trend of what's to come. You know, I kind of don't factor in last year. That was sort of a, a weird injury. Um, but I can understand the rationale for going O-line. I just hope that there's enough faith in Makai Becton and that George Fant would resign that we don't go that route. I think there's... Not for sure. I, I would prefer us to go with a developmental left tackle or, or swing tackle or something like that later in the draft because Joe Douglas should be able to hit on later offensive linemen. He shouldn't have to spend all no, his first-round sure. picks. No, I mean, it's, I watch all your guys' stuff, and mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, I agree with you guys as far as, like, you know, we need edge and then wide mm-hmm. receiver. You just like the common... What everybody's thinking. I see the chat saying like Connor Hughes knows nothing, and I suppose, but I think he's he got some inside that, source. Like, yeah, I think I think yeah, he I knows. I I don't know if it's he, a lock that he knows, but I think he knows. They were just saying that they, that they love Icky, that yeah. we like that JD just loves Icky. Um, I've heard we really and, like Trevor Penning at ten too. Like that's the I've other that that's the other name to watch. Like if the Jets decide to pull the trigger on receiver at four or edge at four, don't be surprised if if Penning is the pick that pick at 10 possibly it wouldn't for sure shock me <laughs> i don't want that to happen either <laughs> yeah i mean i definitely like what you guys do with your mock drafts more than connor's mock draft which is kind of depressing i mean he was kind of saltier just like mad based when like he was doing that video so i don't know what he was talking about but it kind of got me worried because i mean he is one of our beat writers i guess he has to tell oh! you're out of here i love it good comments i love hearing about other people's stuff call from AB. What's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Yeah, what's up, Ryan? Hey. Where are you calling from? I'm actually in Miami. Ooh. Dolphin territory. No, I'm a Jets fan. I'm a Jets fan. I'm a Jets fan just traveling. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Very cool. So uh, talk to me. Is there something you want to discuss yeah. or do you want to talk something about the trade? Yeah, so... I I I mean I I watch film I watch like college film I'm very into the draft and I actually just released a I just put out whatever a mock draft what I think it's gonna happen mm-hmm. and I in at, at four I had Sauce Lock because too much um, competition with Terry Kill Josh Allen mm-hmm. in our division we need a a lock corner and at ten I had a trade with the Steelers because I feel it's like a little if I'm the Steelers I'm worried I I see the Saints trade for a pick right in front of us. Mm-hmm. When they already have a 16th pick, I feel like I'm the Steelers. I'm getting a little worried. Mm-hmm. And there's two possible trades I think that they'll do. Mm-hmm. Either one is one is on draft day, which I think they'll give us a third-round pick this year. I think they have pick 79. Mm-hmm. And, a first round, and the 20th pick and a first-round pick next year because Joe Douglas is going to want two picks again in the first round, I feel like. Oh, absolutely. And, and, yeah, so then, yeah, or I think a trade will happen maybe very soon that the Jets will will, will get Claypool mm-hmm. the 20th. Like what you said in one of your videos, like Claypool mm-hmm. the 20th, and the Jets will get like a fourth mm-hmm. or a third or whatever. And, yeah, so, and if they do that and they move down to, if they do the Claypool one, they can, they can fill their three most needs according to 
many the edge was and they could probably get like an mm-hmm. edge at 20 which is like either george uh carflatus mm-hmm. uh and then they could take sauce at four and get claypool so that's three positions right there that three needs mm-hmm. that we could fill and we could fill in that so how yeah. do you feel about that so i i like the idea of filling the needs for me if i'm trading out of a pick i would move down from four because i think you're getting a ton more value like as much as i like sauce i like the picks more um if I'm staying at four, I want to I want to get our edge. Uh, if you move out at four, then at least you can get your edge at ten. Because if you take sauce at four and you trade out at ten, now you're you're kind of hoping someone falls to twenty, which I don't think is is a, a sure thing. I do like the idea of getting a wide receiver in a trade because that does fill that need, and then it allows you to have that twentieth pick to use on maybe a Linderbaum or maybe someone like a Nicobe Dean, who yeah. I you know absolutely loved. So I would be totally down with either one of those. I just don't think the number 10 pick is as valuable as it once was before the commanders traded for Carson Wentz. But brother, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Boys and girls, you got three minutes on the clock. Phone number's on the screen. Plead your case. Call from... Devin. Devin, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up, man? All right, so uh, give me your – okay, so who do you think we're going to take at four? Because I got my opinion, but I want to hear your, yours first. So what would I do, or what, what do I think? Yeah, at four, at four, yeah. Like, I, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? I think it's an edge rusher. I, I think it's, it's almost the same situation as 2020 where it's like, okay, you have to take a left tackle, and it's going to be Becton or Werfs or Wills, depending right. on who falls. Uh, I think it's going to be something yeah. similar to that. I think it is going to be an edge rusher at four, and I could definitely see receiver at 10. What I would do, I would take sauce at four. I would take our edge rusher at 10, and I would trade back into the first for our wide receiver. I think there's more value there, and I think the Jets sort of valued getting a wide receiver for those two seconds and a third. I don't think they want to pull the trigger on one in the top 10. If we did take one in the top 10, I want Jamison Williams. Okay, okay. All right, so I need to hear your opinion on my, who I got at 410. Okay, so my mod draft's a little bit wild. So at four, I was taking Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's going to fall to four. I could see it happening. I truly really, really believe it. I truly believe it. So uh, you're I thinking think it probably – do you think it goes like offensive lineman one, Thibodeau two? No, I think it actually goes Trayvon one, Trayvon Walker one, Kayvon okay. two. Okay. And then – um, Like a tackle at three or something along those lines? Yeah, I think I'm sure I had three. Uh, I had a mod actually going three because oh, Texans are. That's like my four. worst case scenario, but it's still okay because we wind up getting Hutchinson. <laughs> like it's, right, it's one of those right. weird that, like right. Uh, like I think my worst would be Hutchinson, Thibodeau, Sauce, and then it's like okay, do we take Walker? Like there's a lot of projection there. Like right, I would probably right. be looking to trade out at that point. And then at ten, I was taking Evan Neal, who I think is the best tackle in the draft. Oh man, I so edge and tackle. Can you imagine? I I could Can see them. I would rather out of this draft mm-hmm. with Aiden Hutchinson and Evan Neal, who I think are the two best players in the whole draft. Two guys that we could have said would have gone one two or you know one three in some capacity at at some point right. earlier this and now, season. And now Evan Neal's like falling. He's falling heavily right now. I like. Neal. I think I, it's serious. I like Neil. I also yeah, like Kenyon yeah. Green. Uh, I don't think he'd go that high. I think he's going to be available. Right first. No way, no way, no way. He, but yeah. he could play every position. Charles Cross, I think, yeah, is the best tackle in the class. I think he's. I don't think he gave up a sack his entire career. Um, like, I, don't, okay, so, I don't want O-line uh, top 10. 
Okay, as a Jets fan, I want us to just maul everyone. Let's go get a six foot seven Evan Neal and a six foot seven Makai Becton and just run the football down everyone's throat and then throw bombs with Zach Wilson. Okay, then at thirty at thirty five, I got Kyle Hamilton falling. I think oh, it's forty two wow. slow and he's gonna fall to thirty five. And then at thirty eight, I got I was taking Derek Stingland. <laughs> I had enough of that. You're out your friggin' mind. Stingley and Hamilton falling on the second round. And Neil and Hutchinson. Look, I could see Hutchinson. Neil, I guess, if it's a flavor of the you know, flavor of the week kind of thing. Don't do drugs, people. <laughs> it's a hell of a thing. Meth, not once. Isn't that what they used to say? Ah, who we got? Call from uh, Kevin. Six. What's up, Kevin? Welcome to the cockpit. Yo, Ryan. Oh, wow. I can't believe I actually got on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to have you. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Jersey. Ooh, very cool. Very cool. So you want to talk some trade or you want to talk some draft? What, what's on your mind, brother? Um, I, don't know, I have a, I have a couple of like ideas. Like right now, like, I'm like, it's like a weird time. Like, you know, there's so many options, you know, the Jets can go with. Mm-hmm. in this draft um i'll give you my favorite one right now like i've seen a lot of listen i've been looking at these like mock drafts and like i'm blown away by these crazy picks that people are making mm-hmm. honestly i'm not really liking the i don't like the idea of going lineman at four like really i i like i want to believe in the i i feel like this uh offensive line we have right now mm-hmm. i really want to have faith in them i think they could be they have a lot of potential and stuff yeah i agree so, i think it's the strength um, of our team right now yeah, yeah. I, honestly, like, if we if we really need to, like, if there's, like, worries about on our left side with Makai, like, I wouldn't mind, like, using one of our late later round picks on a, on a lineman yep. for, like, a left tackle. I would not mind that. Um, but I don't know. Like, I remember I saw this one for four, right? I was, like, I saw this one uh, interview with KT, and I don't know. Like, the way he – the way, like, his – like, the like the way he was giving the interview, I don't know. Like, I felt like – I felt really good about him, you know? And I would totally not mind taking him at four, you know, for this team. He's a um, smart dude. I I like how he talks, and I like how he talks about the way he stacks pass rush moves. I think it's impressive, but I, I am concerned that I think he thinks a little too much of himself. Like, he's kind of feeling himself, almost the way Jamal does. And it's it's not to say Jamal's like a bad player or anything like that. Like, I think KT could definitely be a good player. I like a lot of the other edges in this class. That's That's the only reason I would probably you know, maybe opt away from him. I'm kind of hoping he goes before our pick. So that way it's not even like a. Oh know, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. Like I, uh, this is, this is, I'm talking about in case of Aiden's gone. If Aiden's not gone, mm-hmm. if I'll take him, like he's like my number one guy. Cause that guy's an animal, you know? Yeah. I think he also sort of reminds me of like Bosa as like a big body dude. Like KT's like skinny at the bottom of his legs like he's definitely got a lot of bend which is awesome but i feel like carl lawson is kind of that bendy player so you almost want someone like a carl loftus like a johnson like a um you know an aiden hutchinson not that walker or kt wouldn't you know fit the bill because we don't know what lawson's going to end up being after the injury but if i'm looking at maybe complementary pieces that that's sort of where i'm at as well right and then at 10 um honestly a lot of things could happen with 10 like i'll take sauce I'll take uh if we end up not getting any of the wide receivers that are like potentially like rumored to like not mm. stay with the team, then I'll 
if that doesn't happen, I'll take. I wanted to hear who he wanted to take. He was talking about Sauce. I don't think Sauce makes it to 10. I think if he gets past the Jets at four, he's going to the Giants at seven. I would be very surprised if anything else happened. Call from Andrew. Andrew, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Yes, thank God. Uh, pretty <laughs> good. Uh, how you doing, Ryan? I'm hanging in there. Um, Where I are you calling from? I want to talk about uh, your idea about uh, not mm -hmm. taking a receiver at 10, and I feel sure. like uh, that's a very risky proposition this year. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know people always mentioned um, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown all in the second round and this and that, but mm -hmm. teams are going to look at that and learn from those years where no receivers were really taken in the first round, and I think guys like that are, are going to be flying off the board. By the time we get to 35, you're going to be looking at a guy like Jalen Tolbert or, you know, um, George Pickens or none of these guys that really um, bring anything that Corey Davis doesn't bring, you know. And uh, <clears throat> Terry McLaurin also it, on the trade market as well, third round pick. So Right. Like, so that just tells you that the commanders might take a wide receiver at 11. Yeah, you know, maybe, that, but that's okay, all right. Yeah. Like, I, I'm cool with trading back in. I don't necessarily want to sit tight at 35, but if I had to take George Pickens – I think the dude's a stud. Like, I think legitimately, if he was healthy for this entire season, he would be talked about as 1A or 1B in this draft class as far as wide receiver goes. It's him and Jamison Williams, in my mind. Oh, see, I see it totally different. I see, you know, London, of course, Williams is a, is a great talent. But then I also, yes. I like Watson, too. What he showed at Senior Bowl week, he was the only guy that really could do a lot of the things that coaches wanted to see. During that week of practice, now when, when the game talk, came, he only let's gets Let's talk about wide receivers, though. Like, see, think about how many would have to go before 35. Like, I really, I like London. I like Burks. I like Wilson. I like Williams. I like Watson. I like Pickens. I like Alec Pierce. I think the Han Dot, or Jahan Dotson's really good. I think you could probably but, make I mean, an argument it for Bell. It just seems like, okay, but Josh Allen gets Stephon Diggs. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, Justin Herberts gets Mike Williams. Even Tua gets Hill, and it's like, where is our premier guy? We got to settle for uh, Alex freaking Pierce. So you, you know, that's that's mm -hmm. that's leftovers. You know, we got to. Well, we I don't gotta think Pierce goes in the swing. first round. And I, Pierce, I would Pierce trade is, up into the first, go into the, like the mid twenties, and you'll get you'll probably get like the fourth or fifth receiver there. I would think. I don't think I think yeah, we might have still, our choice I mean, that's at ten. Still risky. Then just it, it just take him at ten instead of hoping that somebody else doesn't grab your guy. You got to you got to just but take him at 10. That's if, if you they look have at all these one guy. Just... If they have one guy, I agree. If I don't believe that's the case. I don't think the Jets were giving up two seconds and a third because they believe in a player. Like I think they're fine with moving on from those picks because they're going to use it on a wide receiver in the second round, or at least in some capacity to get back up into the first. Yeah, like, but they, they, they might like four guys, and then they're, they're all gone by 35, and then now you're looking at a guy they might have a third or fourth round grade on. You know, you... Mm -hmm. It it just the the value and boom ejected from the cockpit. I understand. I understand what you're saying. I just disagree. I like a lot of receivers here. If they like one receiver, pull the trigger on ten. Zach Wilson is far too important to screw around with. If you want, if you believe in a guy that much and you're worried the Falcons might take him, and you're happy with the edge rushers at ten. Take your receiver at four. I don't care. But that's only if you like a guy. 
I like Jameson Williams. No problem if we take him at 10. If you want to make the case for him at 4 and then take your edge at 10, I, I could, like, still be okay there. I very much like Jameson Williams. Call from Big Green. Big Green, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Oh, thanks for having me, Ryan. By the way, congratulations. Thank you, thank everything. you. Baby girl due in June. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I'm thinking we're going to go uh, Karloftis before if it goes edge, edge, and uh, edge, or edge, mm. offensive line, quarterback, whatever it might be. But mm-hmm. I'm a lot higher on Karloftis. Yeah. I, I do like him, and I do think he... I said this earlier to another caller. I, I think he almost fits the mold of a complimentary piece to Lawson. Who Lawson's the bendy guy. You kind of want someone that's maybe a little bit more of an edge setter that's a bull rush. Um, but then that's also assuming Carl Lawson comes back 100%. If the bendy guy's the harder one to get, maybe you, you opt for a walker or a, or a KT. Um, I like I like uh, Carl Loftus a lot. I would have no problem taking him. I, he wouldn't be in my top four of guys that I would want. Uh, actually, no, I shouldn't say that because it depends how I feel about KT. <laughs> but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Well, with the whole thing with KT, I think it's definitely uh, way overblown. Like, first off, he needs to earn a second contract in order to build his brand. So I'm not even worried about that. Now, are you worried? Just like a, did you see Chris Sims' take on KT at all? Like, like what he said about no, him? I did not. I would go no. back and watch that. It's a really interesting. I might clip it just so Matt and uh, Greenbean can hear it yes, uh, tomorrow. But it's uh, he basically said he doesn't do anything better than the top four edge rushers in this class. He's like, I, he had, Chris Sims had KT down at number seven. He had it going Hutchinson, Walker, Johnson, Karloftis, uh, Benito, Pascal, and then KT. He said he, he believes KT is a mid to late round first. You think uh, Hamilton will fall to 10? I do. I don't really want that pick even there. Like, I like safety in the second round. I, I, I like Brisker. I like uh, Daxton Hill. I like uh, Petrie. Oh. I like Lewisine. Like, there's a lot of guys that I like that I, I wouldn't want to take a safety at 10, even if it was Hamilton. Um, All right. I could understand it, I guess. But it, it would... It would... Yeah, if he's the best player on the board, I'm going with uh, Hamilton. Yeah, if, if you got your edge, you, we have the luxury of having that luxury pick at ten, right? Like I've I, my luxury pick is Sauce Hamilton. I'd be, you know, I understand if people go that way. I understand if you go receiver. I understand if you go linebacker. Like there's a lot of ways the Jets can kind of work these top two picks. Sorry if I keep yeah, slipping on your toes. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure how much time I got left. You but, got 17 uh, seconds. All right. If you notice, Joe Douglas takes the highest uh, RAS scores the top yep. first three rounds. So mm-hmm. that's how I think we got to judge everything i completely agree i think that's why burks probably is not in the conversation uh but brother thank you so much you have been ejected from the cockpit mitt flair drops in with super chat thank you brother uh he says what's up ryan give me your top 10 prospects in the draft without the draft positional value take taken into account love you brother um ooh, that's tough because you have to factor in that type of stuff. Um, it's tough, right? Like, Because am I going to say that sauce is more important than the top four or five edge rushers? Not necessarily, but I like that we have that number 10 pick, so we can still go that route if I believe sauce is not going to make it there. 
Um, hmm. I don't know if I could give a good list. If I had it, let's let's do it without, you know, pl let's say players I would take in the top 10. That's I feel like that's a little bit easier for me. I would say five of the edges. So, you know, you're talking Hutchinson, Karloftis, Thibodeau, um, Walker, Johnson. Those five. I would take Sauce. I would consider Jamison Williams. Who else is in there? You could make me bite on maybe like Nicobe Dean or Lloyd. I think it's too early for them. I think their sweet spot is probably 1920 to like late first, realistically. And I like a lot of the second round linebackers. So I, I don't particularly want to go that route. But if you did, I wouldn't hate it. The rest would probably be wide receivers for me. You're probably talking Garrett Wilson, Drake London. Um, London not running the pro day uh, 40 was a little concerning. He did have uh, a little picture with Jordan Palmer. It said, take flight underneath it. Makes you wonder. I wouldn't have any offensive linemen in my top 10 for us. I do think that there are, I think Icky, Neal, and Cross are the three tackles that should go in the top 10. And I think they end up going in the top 10. I could see one of the guys in front of us taking them. And then I think the Giants take a lineman. I think the Seahawks take a lineman. Um... I'm missing someone. I could see a court. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you're going to see players go in front of the Jets like a quarterback. I don't believe there's a top 10 talent there, but I do think a quarterback, I think two quarterbacks could go in the top 10. I think you could see someone trade up into the top five, and I think you could see the Panthers take one at six if uh, the Baker Mayfield thing doesn't really shake out. Uh, but interesting stuff. I just, I should really have like a actual big board. Um, but see, I take everything with positional value. I feel like you have to do that because I love receiver. Like our biggest needs, edge rusher, receiver, hands down. The sweet spot for a receiver, back end of the first, second round, hands down. Call from Malik. To accept. What's up? Oh no, you hung up. <laughs> Trying to get your call, dude. Call from Joe. To accept, press one. Joe, what's up? Oh. I gotta get a better call waiting system. Call from Alex. What's Hunter? up, brother? To accept, Welcome press one. To send to the a press two. I guess I didn't hit the one button. What's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Call from Oh, well. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man, I am bad at this whole phone call thing. If you guys know a good call waiting system for uh, this, let me know. Because I'm all about it. Call from. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. What's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Well, that's not working at all. All right, let's do this. Let's let's click out of Google Voice. Let's try it again. Maybe it's just something I'm screwing with. <laughs> Reverse the charges. <laughs> What's up, Ollie? Ollie's going to be with us on day two or three of the draft. 
get his thoughts on the Jets' picks so far. Who we got? Call from Lima Bean. Lima Bean, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Lima Bean. Lima Bean, you there? What the hell? (laughs) God damn it. All right. This is getting super frustrating. Now, I know it's working. I can hear you guys. Let's try it again. Call from Alex. What's up, Alex? Welcome to the cockpit. Send a voicemail. Press 2. Alex, you there? I'm just mashing the one button. (laughs) Alex! Hello? from Alex. Damn it! Damn it! Uh, All right. All right. Restart your system. I can't restart my system. If I restart my system, then the whole whole stream goes down. I tried clicking out of uh, Google Voice, and that didn't work. Ugh. Whatever. Boomer problems? Come on! <laughs> I'm not a boomer. Get out of here. I'm uh, I'm a millennial, unfortunately. I shouldn't say unfortunately. But, uh, all right, come on. You would think with the Google Voice stuff... I thought about using Discord for this kind of stuff. <laughs> Pressing buttons is hard. I know it is! You should go video, Ryan. I could do, uh, I guess I could do that. I could probably do a, uh, get people on here kind of a thing. But then it gets weird. People don't like having their face on camera, and then it just gets awkward. Let's try it again. Call from Mike the Barber. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Hey, what's up, Mike the Barber? What's up? Hey, Yahtzee! I still want sauce out for Jermaine Johnson that time. <laughs> Sorry. I, I finally got excited. I finally got someone to come through. All right. Talk to me. Sorry. Yeah, I want, I want sauce at four and Jermaine Johnson at 10. That's exactly what I want. Do you see my mock draft? Yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. I want the same thing. Dude, I think it makes a ton of sense. I really like the people behind the player in and Jermaine Johnson, <laughs> like a lot. They're great. They fit the Jets system. They're great people. Dude, I think I that, think it's gonna rub well. I think it would. I think it would go well for the New York Jets, and I think there's also like the, the my my dynamic behind the mentality is like these guys are gonna be scrapping away. Sauce, not so much. I mean, I, I believe he'll fight hard, but I think Jermaine Johnson, you know, having to go to the JUCO school, not getting any offers out of high school, leaving the SEC, getting doubted going to the ACC, I really like him, and I really like George Pickens in the second round, if you can get him. Like, I think he's, like, a violent type of a player. Oh, just give me <laughs> all the Georgia I can't wait for the guys. second round. I can't wait to see who drops. Who's going to drop? There's going to be, Which like, treasure five... will fall to us? Dude, five to ten players that we think are first-round picks are absolutely going to be there at 35 or 38. I hope we don't trade out. Let's just stay where we're at. Mm-hmm. Do you want you want to stay at four, or do you want to like uh, 
You're saying don't no, trade I'll out say, of like the 35 and 38. No, just don't trade nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could sit tight and be happy, but there's also like part of me that's like, oh, maybe I can uh, Scrooge McDuck some <laughs> some first round <laughs> picks for next year. I know people want their own first round picks, but nah, give me someone else's nah. top ten pick. We're gonna be in like the late teens, twenties. I hope so, man. I really hope Zach <laughs> just knows the game and. I think he's gonna make a big draft jump this guys. Year. I hope so. I mean, he really needs to know the game of football too. He needs to make good decisions and just play with his talents well i think he was trying to utilize his talent too much last year and i think after the injury when he had some time to sit and kind of realize hey if you play within the system it's gonna bode well for you like you have the talent to do this and then you can let it rip once you kind of understand the risk reward factor of certain plays certain downs and distances um you know how to how to throw to certain players on your team like you only had Corey davis for half the year you only had elijah moore you know it took him a little bit to to kick in and then we lost him for the back end of the season. Like the only connection he really had was Braxton Berrios consistently. So I think once he has that chemistry and I think we're hoping to see that with these off season programs, I think he's going to take a big step. Do you want the DK thing and pay him versus just getting Jermaine Johnson at 10? Uh, I don't want to give up 10 if I don't have to, I'd rather give up more picks for a receiver than giving up the top 10 picks. And I think that's where the Jets are. Brother, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. All right. So phone call worked that time. What I'm going to do is I'm going to wait until my lovely little secretary, a.k.a. Google Voice, finishes her sentence. Then I'm going to click one. Whoops. Hey. Call from Lima Bean. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. No, Google. Can you hear me, brother? Clearly Call not. from Lima Bean. Can you hear me? To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail. Damn it. <laughs> I wish I could figure this out. Let's see what happens. Lima Bean, I had you there. I wonder if I can call out to someone. Let's do this. Let's see how that works. Whoever this number is, get ready. (laughs) You're getting surprise calls. You call into me, I might call you back. Yes, hello? Hello, this is Ryan from the cockpit. What's up? Hey, how you doing, buddy? (laughs) Oh, man, I'm surprised this actually worked out. For some reason, I can't hear everyone. Um, yeah, I dude, figured something was wrong with your call lines. I said something must be wrong with the call line because then I had clicked on the uh, my computer and hear you on the other end. Yep, yep. And I, yeah, I figured something was wrong. How you doing? So good to get through. Uh, dude, I'm glad to have you on. Talk to me. How are you feeling about the draft? Do you want to see any trades happen? What's what's going on in your uh, noodle? Uh, I feel good about going into this draft, you know, since we got our quarterback secured. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tough prediction as far as what will actually happen, but I'm, you know, in my mind playing out the worst case scenarios, let's say Kimi Kwanu mm-hmm. is available and Kayvon Thibodeau has been selected within the top three as he's been projected to do for the last couple of months. Yep. And I think there's more than one way we can play this. What if we go on and select Kimi Kwanu? If mm-hmm. Kayvon Thibodeau is going rather than reach for an edge rusher, I'm not going to say we shouldn't take one at 10, sure. which is definitely a need, and then let wide receiver slide down the board at pick 35. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about that as a possibility because this is a unique opportunity as well to build perhaps the most dominant 
offensive line in the NFL. Imagine going only three years ago to having arguably the worst line to now having the best offensive line with Ikemi Kwanu, Makai Becton, Vera Tucker, Lincoln Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. And imagine if at 35 or at 38 you add Tyler Linderbaum. That's scary. That would be amazing. I, I've seen people talk about Linderbaum at 35. If he makes it there, that would be absolutely awesome. Mm. And I've been kind of imagining that, you know. Because even though we need wide receivers, there's different ways we can play this. I've been looking at cats like uh, Isaiah Likely from Coastal Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, Brett Kesey from Utah. No one's talking about him. I'm trying to see is why is he missing in the scouting reports. I see the Pro Football Network online. He's on their report. Mm-hmm. But all the other reports, I haven't really seen him posted. And I've been kind of curious about that. He's a tremendous football player. He's yeah. listed at 230. He's undersized, mm-hmm. but he's fast as hell. And I read the report that he actually ran track. That's why he ran as fast as his size as he does. Mm-hmm. Now, you imagine having a weapon like that coming out of the back for more like an H-back. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could attack that at the second level. There's no way to play this. Yeah, I think it's absolutely something they can be looking for. I think that's the reason you're looking at A.J. Brown, you're looking at Debo Samuel. I think those are the yeah. bigger body guys. Yeah, definitely. Now, is there what's your ideal top four picks? Uh, top four picks, 4, 11, 35, 38. I'm thinking uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, mm-hmm. uh, probably Garrett Wilson, N'Kobe Dean at 35 and at 38. Tyler Linderbaum. Oh man, that that's be probably awesome. that's probably as good good a scenario as I could possibly imagine. I do a lot of draft simulation with the Pro mm-hmm. Football uh, Network dot com. Yep. They have a good simulator, and I do this. It's becoming more and more realistic mm-hmm. as we get close to the draft. I'm seeing Trayvon Walker in the mm-hmm. top three on some of the simulations, which is interesting. When he was nowhere on the radar, you know, only a few weeks ago. Now I'm doing those those simulations, and his name is coming up in the top three. And I think it's a possibility some team may reach on him. He might be selected early. And unfortunately for us, the quarterback class has been so weak that normally in a normal season, you could have two or even three. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Oh, let's see if we can get this call. If not, I'm calling you back, possibly. Call from Alex. To accept, press one. Alex, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, what's going on, Ryan? Oh, I'm hanging in there. Uh, Talk to me. I got a couple uh, uh, ideas that not a lot of people like when it comes to the draft. Oh, I want to hear them. Uh, it, it's, it's trading down from four, mm-hmm. e- even if Kayvon's there. I wouldn't hate um, it. It's it trading down with the Saints if we're able to get uh, 16 and 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know you're big on – Gardner, but I'm I, he's he's awesome. But I think mm-hmm. that we could go with Jamison at uh, Jamison Williams at ten. Love it. And then try and go Karloftis at sixteen. And if you still really want a corner, try and go Trent McDuffie at nineteen. I'd be fine with that. I I would actually. So corner's not like a huge huge need for me. I just really like Sauce Gardner a lot. Um, but if Sauce is on the board and KT is on the board and they want to trade down, I have no problem with that. I think the trade down provides more value for our team this year for sure. And if you can get the two first-round picks from the Saints and you go with a Jamison Williams. Like, Jamison Williams, to me, is the guy that is going to make defenses afraid to play him. Like, that is the type of player I believe he is. 
Now, in terms of 16 and 19, I think getting the edge rusher is, is absolutely important. But I think it depends on how they feel about uh, Perrion Winfrey, Boye Mafe, some of the guys that you might have seen during the Senior Bowl. Uh, if Carl Loftus is there, I would 100% pull the trigger on him at that point. And then it would be like N'Kobe Dean, Tyler Linderbaum, someone along those lines, I think, for me, almost before cornerback. Uh, I'm not a big Jermaine Johnson guy at all, but I mm-hmm. think there's a really high possibility that Johnson would be there at 10 and Williams would be there at 16 if other teams believe in Wilson and Olave and the Ohio State receivers more or um, Drake London, but I don't like him. So, Yeah, dude, I have no idea what to make of the whole – wide receiver class because like I really like James Williams and I feel like if I really like him and like we're all kind of talking about him being like the top guy I think there's going to be enough people that he I I think he's going to be a top 16 pick I don't think he makes it to the Jets especially if we haven't taken our wide receiver at 10 I think teams are going to know like hey they got to pull the trigger at some point like let's get in front of them and that would be my only concern. Like, that's kind of why I like jumping up into the first round because then you kind of eliminate the possibility of someone leapfrogging just in front of you at 35. Um, but I do like trading down. So would you trade down? Is there a player at four that you would take as opposed to trading down? Like someone who's worth what would be those 16th and 19th picks in your opinion? I think the only person probably is if Kayvon's taken and we don't trade down, it would probably be Sauce, but that's just because he's the best player available. Mm-hmm. There's no other reason. I feel like we don't need cornerback as much as a lot of other positions. I love it, brother. You better trade from the cockpit. Oh. oh, Sean, what are you talking about? Who's going to the draft party? Draft party's going to be right here, baby. All three days. Be here. Who we got? Call from Alec. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Hey, what's up, brother? Damn it. <laughs> Rats. All right, who we call? Oh. Call from Lima Bean. Again. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press What's 2. What's up, brother? Hello? Watch this. I'm going I'm to try and get him. I'm going to try and get him. Damn it! People call in too fast. I can't call out. Call from... <laughs> Devin. To accept, press 1. Devin, what's up, brother? To send a voicemail, press 2. God, Google Voice just hates me tonight. I'm just calling people. That's what, this is what's going to happen. All right, hang up. Bam, this person. Be prepared. <laughs> You're going to get a call from Ryan. Who is this? Let's see if they pick up. <laughs> I don't know when this phone call came through. Hello? Hello, this is Ryan from the cockpit. What's up, brother? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I mean, calling who else out. Would you like to... <laughs> who else would you like to see in the draft? Oh, man. Okay, look. Other than the first round, guys. Other than the first round, guys. Okay. So if I'm looking in the second round, I really like... I would love N'Kobe Dean fell down there and Tyler Linderbaum, but let's say they're they're not. Let's say they're locks for first. I like George Pickens. Right. I like Christian Watson. I like Alec Pierce. Um, I would love to see a, a Lewis Seen or a Jaquan Brisker, someone like uh, Christian Harris, maybe, or... 
Uh, I mean, for any Chad given Luma. reason, do you want a, the running back? Ooh, I do. I, so I really like James Cook. I really da- Dalvin know. Cook's little brother. Oh, yeah. Dude, I think he's legit. I think he's the type of running back that you can get who's an elite weapon out of the backfield receiving-wise. Because Michael Carter's really good receiving-wise, but we kind of lack that like actual receiver out of the backfield. And I think you can line up Cook in the slot or out wide, and he will just make people pay. Like he, his, the most touches he had, or the most rushes he had in a game in college was twelve. So he doesn't have a lot of tread, you know, burnt off those tires. I could do a third, but not a second round. Yeah, agreed. I don't want to do a second round running back. I really don't. There's like I like Cook enough that I think he'll be there at sixty nine, as opposed to having to take one in the top, uh, you know, two rounds. I have a feeling first and second they're going to go all tackle. With a quarterback at three. Picks. Hold on, say that again. Jacksonville. You think Jacksonville goes tackle? Yes, Lions tackle. They both have to improve their offensive line for their future. Back to back. Interesting. I could see it. Come on, let's be real. I don't know about Detroit's offensive line. I'd have to talk to my buddy Jay about that, but I do think that there's a realistic possibility that the Jaguars go offensive line. The Lions have to prepare for the future. They know their quarterback isn't, and they have to build their team. Well, that's just it, right? Like they, if they, this draft to me, if you're not taking Willis, has to be about building the foundation for the guy you're taking next year because you have two first round picks. You have exactly. that. You have that Rams pick, so you can use it to move up a little bit. Now, I don't know how many quarterbacks are coming out. I know everyone's like after Bryce Young, but you know it's got to be a better class than this one, I would think. How happy would you be to get Tavon? I mean, uh, the 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 guy from Michigan, Aiden, oh, Aiden Hutchinson. Hud- Aiden Hutchinson. I'd be pretty excited. Greenbean has me a little worried because he said there was some kind of conversation about him wanting to play in a two point stance, which definitely doesn't bode well. But at the same time, like maybe that's him saying he wants to play in a two point stance because he wanted to show versatility. Um, I don't know. I would love to get Hutchinson. I think he's the top edge rusher in this class. I'd be totally stoked on getting him at four. Do you like Iquano at any chance? I like Iquano the player. I don't want him for the Jets. I If we didn't sign Lakin Tomlinson, I would say yes to Iquano. Yeah, I get yeah, we got, you're right. Yeah. Brother, thank Salary you so much for the call. Boom! You're out of here! All right, let's see. Let's call someone else. Who's this person? I got to jump on the call before. I uh, reached John Barron. Sorry, I missed your call. No! He almost had a call. Who we got here? Hello, welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan, is that- I got, I wasn't getting any inbound call. Well, I was getting a bunch of inbound calls, but I couldn't hear anyone, so I got to figure out a new uh, call system. So I'm calling out, making phone calls. What's up, brother? Hey, buddy. So I just want to say you put up. I know I only got three minutes, so let's go do this quick. Yeah, fire you away. put up the uh, the survey earlier, whether or not we should trade back to the Saints or yes. the Steelers, right? Yes. Um, I think what we should be doing is trading back with the Chiefs. Right, the Chiefs have twenty one and thirty. Right, yep. and what everybody wanted us to do early was draft a wide receiver at ten, and that's something the Chiefs are going to be looking to do. So I don't think this is just a, a trading for trading sake. 
that we might see with the Steelers or the Saints, right? Like we have equivalent value there. Sure. Um, I think this kind of fits their needs and it fits our needs. Like you said, there's good there's good value for wide receivers at the end of the first, the beginning sure. of the second, right? Yep. So we get those two picks at the back end, mm-hmm. and I think uh, from that point forward, we we have, we have a lot of holes still in this roster. Mm-hmm. So that extra pick also gives us uh, the versatility to address whatever our GMs think we should do for GM. I'd be totally down right, with that. that. It, if the Chiefs are looking to come that far up, for me, if I were them, because Mahomes is on such a massive contract, you almost want to take advantage of the two first-round picks. Because, like I said, I do like a lot of the wide receivers. But if they covet a guy, like if they want Jamison Williams, and they're like, hey. We can let him sit. You know, we're going to be in the playoffs. We can let him, you know, ease his way back. I can, can totally understand that because I think he's way and away the best receiver in this class. Um, if they're looking to come up, I would consider trading down from 10 because we've already gotten our edge rusher at four. So then are there players you'd want to target at 29 and 30 or 30 and 31, whatever their picks are, uh, uh, versus they're 29 and 30? Yeah. Yeah, so really, I, I can't say I'm not – big college guy i don't like i all i can do is go off of what other people are saying right like i know what the jets needs are but i don't know who the best players are right that's so i don't know i don't know if there's a running back in the first round that's worth taking but we like i don't know um i would with a running back in the first round i I like running back in like the second would be like the absolute earliest for me and that feels too high like i want third fourth fifth round i do want to add a running back but I would like the top two rounds to be reserved for like maybe more premium positions. Um, yeah, so what, 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 what is it called? Uh, mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I was going to say, if, if we traded down that far, I'd be looking at a wide receiver at 29 or 30. I'd be looking at someone like a N'Kobe Dean if they're falling or someone like a Linderbaum if they're falling uh, or someone like nah. a Brisker. Like maybe you go, if you go edge rusher four and then you have, let's say you get any receiver you want at 20, like whatever receiver you want at 29, then you get the safety at 30, or what am I saying? Yeah, 30. Then at 35, you're probably looking maybe a linebacker. I I don't know. It's interesting. If Zion Johnson is there, I would consider him because I like his positional flexibility, and I think we're looking for a center. I really do. Uh, and I feel like Zion Johnson almost fits the bill a little bit better than Linderbaum just because Linderbaum's so undersized and he only plays center. Not to say that he's bad, like, at all. Like, I would be totally pumped with Linderbaum. But I think our team does value positional flexibility a lot. Brother, thank you so much. You've been ejected. Oh, let's see if this phone call works. Call from... Devin. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Devin, can you hear me? (sighs) Sorry, dude. All right. Let's see if this person gets it. Maybe this one's Devin. It was a purple person that showed up. Who we got? I gotta get me. Hey, Ryan. What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, this is Devin. I've been calling. <laughs> I know you've missed my call a couple dude, times, been, but... I just tried to get you on, and it just... I was lucky. I got the... Uh, <laughs> I found the, the icon, and I clicked you back. But yeah, dude, what's up? All right. I'm going to talk real quick, but you're not going to like what I got to say. Well, fire away. Let's right. hear it. Jameson Williams, I wouldn't touch him. Ooh, okay. To me, he's a diva. Really? He was, For two years, he sat at Ohio State and could not beat out the likes of Smith and Jigba, Chris Olave, and Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. 
guys that he's projected to be better than. Yep. So why would you say he is better if he couldn't beat them out? Now, I guess the interesting thing is how, like, how the reps were shared because I don't know that because Olave very clearly was, uh, you know, in the fold since last season, Garrett Wilson, you know, top guys like was, was Jameson Williams trying to overcome something that like the coaches already sort of set as the guys. Cause it, it is a little tough to like make that switch from your number one guy to like, another dude the fact that the number one team in the country in alabama snatched him up real quick and he became like the best wide receiver this year is kind of enough for me like i'm fine with him blowing up the sec as opposed to like the opposite route that like jermaine johnson went like jermaine johnson went from oh, the sec absolutely. to the acc i mean i'm just worried that he's a diva it i'm worried that he got because he was quoted in one of the columbus articles saying i got worried I didn't know what I was going to do, so mm -hmm. I transferred. To yeah, me, he's not confident, is and that, he doesn't want to work hard. I don't, I don't see that at all. I think he was worried because he's getting up in his eligibility, and he's going to be ready for the draft. And if he doesn't get any reps this year at Ohio State, then he's, he's hurting his draft stock. Going to Alabama, playing against tougher competition— is absolutely him being confident. Otherwise, he could have gone to the ACC. He could have gone to a, a weaker conference. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I think I'm the just... dude's got the confidence. And I, I don't mind a little bit of a diva wide receiver as long as it's not, like, all about me. And it didn't seem like that was the case by him going to Alabama. It seemed like he wanted to to play against the best competition, and he just blew the doors off everyone. Right. Um, I can get that, man. Mm -hmm. I really do. My number one on this board, Garrett Wilson. My number two is London. Number three is Olave. Now, are you concerned at all with London's injury, or you think that's just overblown? That's why he's number two. Okay, that's fair. I think Garrett Wilson has the least amount of blemishes on his resume. And I can understand Absolutely. that being the top guy, for sure. I am not opposed, though, to giving up four if KT's gone. Like trading down? Yep. With, Love it, uh, brother. Boom! You're out of here! Sorry, dude. All right, let's throw this phone number. See if this person picks up. Or they say, I don't trust this. This is probably spam. <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, dude. Welcome to the cockpit. How are we doing? I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, Sean calling from Jersey. Love it. Love it. Talk to me, brother. What's on your mind? All right. So I don't understand your concept taking Sauce at four and Jermaine Johnson at five. When the season ended, mm -hmm. all we were saying was season two is all about Zach Wilson and going sure. defense, defense. Mm -hmm. And considering we tried multiple times to get a wide receiver, weren't able to do so, we have to surround Wilson with talent. That's, yeah. where, that's my thought process. So if we want to get – an edge at four, mm -hmm. I'm all about that, but I think we definitely need to double dip at receiver with the first four picks. Now, if you 100%. double dip at receiver, let's let's talk this through real quick because you got Michael Carter, you got both tight ends, you got Braxton Barrios, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, and two wide receivers. That's seven people to try and feed targets to. I don't think that's – I understand the thought process of like, okay, 50% bust rate in the first round, double dip at wide receiver, make sure you get one. Like I, I can wrap my head around that. 
but I think you have to have faith in your your GM to make the right selection. For me, I think Sauce is 100% a luxury pick. I have no problem trading down from that pick. I like any of the top five edge rushers. So taking a different position at four and having that edge rusher at 10, totally cool with me. Same thing with the wide receivers. I like like 10 of the guys that are available uh, in this draft. So I'm not as pressed to take one at 10 the way I would want to take one at the back end of the first or in the second round. So that that's kind of why I wind up having Sauce at four is because of those other two things. It's not like I love Sauce so much and I think he's that much more valuable than edge or wide receiver because I don't. Um, it's, it's a weird concept for me it, because of the picks we have and the needs we have when we need them. If we didn't have 10, it would be edge at four all day, and then I would be taking, you know, I'd be trading back up as high as I could get to get a wide receiver in the second round. Um, I I hear what you're saying. In terms of the weapons, though, like looking at who we have, mm-hmm. our tight ends are probably, if we're grading them, like B-round talents, B-plus maybe mm-hmm. with Uzama. And then looking at our receivers, we have Davis on realistically another year, mm-hmm. right? And then we have Elijah Moore who were projecting to do good and showed flashes, but couldn't stay on the field, couldn't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Davis couldn't stay on the field and was iffy at best. And then we had Berrios, who should be a number four receiver. Mm-hmm. So I think giving our OC some options makes the most sense. And if we're going to go with a Williams, uh, we definitely need a backup. I mean, the fact that I think we're trying to sign a wide receiver and make moves for Hill and these, and we're in the trade rumors. I think that makes sense that we would potentially mm-hmm. get double dip at receiver and this more weapons are the better. And I think having what we showed last year of going offense heavy in the front and then multiple dart throws on the defense for Sala, I like that strategy. And I think we'd do that again. And I'd rather lose 38 35 than 21 14. Hmm. Interesting. Let's see what we Interesting. get. From Interesting. You're out of here. Sorry. It's weird having to like call someone and then give them a three minute timer. <laughs> let's see if this. Let's see if this person goes through. I don't know why some of them are going through and some aren't. Call from James. Six. James, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan. Oh, uh, what I would you. like to see. Yes. Let's see is if at four, either mm-hmm. Thibodeau or Hutchinson are there, I would take them. Yep. If they're unavailable, I would then like to trade down at the four pick. I would be happy to trade with Pittsburgh. I would mm-hmm. be happy to trade with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's got two first-round picks, because I don't want a wide receiver in the top ten, mm-hmm. I would like two positions. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like a linebacker. I don't care which one of the top two you get. I know you like the Kobe Dean. He seems to fit the Jets mm-hmm. type of linebacker better, mm-hmm. but I think they're both really good linebackers. And mm-hmm. then I would want, I want a center because I want to replace the, uh, the guy they currently have. Yeah. McGovern. Me. I but think anyway. they want to, I'm pretty sure they want to replace him too. I think we're going to go center higher than people realize. So I'd be happy Hello? I don't know. I, I, I lost you for a minute. Oh, I'd be happy me? with either <laughs> one of the Yeah, now I can. Uh, I like Linderbaum. Mm-hmm. I like uh, the kid they, in the... Uh, Zion Johnson? Johnson. Yep. Zion Johnson, yeah. 
I like him a lot. I'd like to come away with those three positions in the first round. So, so you're um, saying what, if, edge, edge rusher, linebacker, and center? Those were the three? And center. And if you go with Johnson, you're getting a center slash guard. I like that a lot, too. Like, I think our team values the positional flexibility, and I think if we draft him, you wind up trading McGovern. Maybe you could get a fourth-round pick for him, someone like the the Chargers or something like that, a team that's going to the playoffs. Another pick never hurt no one. Right, yeah. Add another mid-round pick. Maybe that turns into a, a running back or some depth pieces for Joe Douglas to play with. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate that at all. Those are three positions you... I think the Jets need to hit in the top top three rounds. Center's an interesting one because once Zion Johnson and Linderbaum come off the board, I'm not sure where to go after that. Alec Lindstrom is probably someone that I'd be looking at from Boston College. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I haven't really looked to too in far third. into more than like just those three. Well, they're all, they're all good players. I'd be happy with any of them. With Lindstrom, though, you'd probably keep him, I would think, on the uh, bench for a year. Yeah, you'd have starts. to. You, you'd definitely let McGovern ride out this year, see what you have in Lindstrom. Lindstrom's probably a fourth or fifth round pick, if I had to guess. All right. The, the only other thing I'd like to say is I do think they need mm-hmm. another running back. Because the kid they had catching balls who mm-hmm. dropped the three uh, third down passes last year, oh, I don't want to see him back on the yeah, field. Yeah, no, I don't want to see yeah. that again. <laughs> now, is there a running back you I, want? I, 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 well, I would like Brees Hall, but I don't want to expend the second round pick to get him. Mm-hmm. So I would like James Cook. Um, uh, what is it, Rashid, Rashid White? I think mm-hmm. is the guy who they had on the uh, the uh, senior. Senior Bowl, he, he, he looked good. I mean, I just want someone that if Michael Carter just goes to... Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I love the chicken. If you guys know another voice thing, other than Discord, I don't know if I want to use Discord um, for the phone calls. I guess I could, but I think you kind of need, like, a moderator with it to, like put people Call in from Siobhan. lobbies and shit. Six. Welcome to the cockpit, brother! Hey, this is Siobhan. What's up? <laughs> Good to have you on, dude. Where are you calling from? Uh, New York. Love it. <laughs> Talk to me. What's on your mind? <laughs> Not a lot. Uh, you really blank. As far as trades, which ones do you think are actually realistic? Realistic? I Honestly, I think... The three that I, well, yeah, I would say all three that I, or four that I put up there are realistic. I think the Saints absolutely traded those picks knowing that they were going to possibly come up to number four. I think they know the Jets are open for business depending on who goes in the top two. I would say the Steelers. I hope so. I mean, I'm sorry. I've heard, I've heard a lot with the Steelers. I like, there, there's some guys I know that, that seem to be pretty well connected and it seems like the Steelers are like trying to knock down the door as best they can. And I think the Saints move was to try and leapfrog anything the Steelers can offer. Um, it just depends because the Steelers can offer a wide receiver. The Saints can't offer that, but they can offer you another first-round pick. So Yeah, I'm hoping we do the Saints one, but I just I don't know if they're going to trade up. They, didn't they give away next year's one also? They did. So that's the thing. Like You're only getting these two first. Like, with the Steelers one, the interesting thing is getting the receiver plus getting their first this year and their first next year along with other picks. So, like, that, to me, is almost more valuable than the two first-round picks this year. 
Uh, but it, it probably depends on how you feel about the wide receiver. If you don't like Claypool or you don't like Deontay Johnson, then it wouldn't make sense to do that. Um, I do think trading yeah, up yeah. back into the tail end of the first is very realistic. I think there's a real good shot the Jets are trading back up. And then I think it's possible I, I just, if a team comes yeah. out saying, hey, look, we're going to move on from Debo Samuel. We're going to move on from A.J. Brown. Then I think the Jets could definitely, you know, we're in a position to make that kind of trade happen. I would love to make any of that happen. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I, I'm nervous. I mean, I can't see them basically trading three first-round picks to come up to four for one of these QBs. I wish they would. Mm-hmm. Well, you definitely need – so I guess the Steelers, for me, are in such a weird spot because they're so far back. If they want to be competitive this year, it's moving all the way up to get a Malik Willis because I do think if a team like covets him, they're going to have to make the move up ahead of Carolina because I think Carolina will take him at six. Maybe. I don't know. I would love the Saints just because I like those mid-round players. I love the Dean. I love. Oh, yeah. I don't think Linderbaum – I mean, I love Linderbaum, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure about him there just because we have so many needs. Yep. That yeah, being no. a sweet spot for me with a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, then, would, you would probably get the second or third guy off the board. Like, if they really like Alave – like, Green Bean seems to think that Alave is, like, the guy they like because they haven't really, like, said a whole lot about him, but they've had him in for a top 30 visit. So if you want someone like a you know the edge at ten, a Lave at sixteen, and then you go to Kobe Dean at nineteen, I'd be all on. Yeah, as long as we get an edge, I'd be. Boom! Get out of here! Sorry, three minutes on the clock. Get to plead your case, boys and girls. We got over three hundred people in here. Drop a like. We only got what a hundred hundred likes or so. Two hundred hundred and what are we? Hundred thirty likes. Smash it. Call from Mike Mutt-Files. To accept. Mike Mutt-Files, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, I came through. Now I know. What's up, Ryan? I, I have no idea how this is working where some people come through and then other people, like, just don't. Google Voice is horrible. I got to find something different. Nah, it might just be glitching tonight. Eh, maybe. We'll see. What's on your mind? Um, just curious on your thoughts on the whole AJ Brown tweets have been going out. He took out a Tennessee out of his bio and he's sitting there saying mm-hmm. like people change quickly. Mm-hmm. How would you feel the one trading 38 for AJ Brown and trading back thir- from 35, maybe in like two second rounders this year? So I think Washington has like 44 and 48, maybe. Interesting. I would say I would stay at 35. If you could, I, I think you're going to need a lot more than that to get AJ Brown. Like I think you're going to have to give up both seconds and a third. It's going to be something similar to Tyree Kill, where he's that valuable. You're going to have to give him the contract, and I think teams are going to value the picks. And I think in order to beat a team like maybe the the Packers, like I think AJ Brown to the Packers is realistic because of that connection with Rabel and Lafleur. Um, the Packers have two first-round picks, 22 and, what is it, 28, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I could see that, too. Like, I I don't know. It's it's tough to kind of gauge what it would cost to get them, and, like, along with the contract. Like, what teams are willing to give up the contract? I don't think A.J. Brown or Debo or McLaurin, I think they're all using the leverage that they have at their disposal, so them taking those teams out of the the bios and the fans, you know, causing a stir and everyone being upset. Like, Hey, you got to resign this guy. That's a leverage play. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, I don't think it's to the point where 
they're 100% going to get traded. Like, I think there's a higher likelihood they get retained by their teams, but I do think Brown, more than any of them, has a shot to shake free just because of the cap situation, depending on how they feel about Ryan Tannehill after this year. That's the thing, though. We would have the cap to pay them and everything, though. I feel like, though, it can get done. I meant but the cap for like other this, the cap for other teams. Uh, we we have the cap to get it right. for sure. Right. Am I the only one that's not sold on Drake London? Like, if we get a receiver though, I want like Garrett Wilson, Jamison mm-hmm. Williams, or wait for uh, George Pickens. Yeah, that that's where I'm at. I don't really want to touch Drake London. He looks phenomenal at times, but I'd rather another team roll the dice on him. Like, I feel like we need a safer prospect, and I do think Jamison Williams is going to 100 percent recover from that ACL injury. I'm not concerned with it. I would say uh, Garrett Wilson would be the other. Those would probably be the two guys I'd look to go in the top 10 uh, if I were the Jets. And then after that, I would look for a Pickens. I would look for a Watson. I would look for a Jahan Dotson. I would look for uh, Alec Pierce. Someone like that at the late first, early second would be uh, A-OK with me. Give me Thibodeau at four and give me a DB at 10 and then trade back in for a lineman or receiver. That's what I want for day one. Now, could that you would be see, gr- imagine, are, are you totally off Stingley? Like, because I, I get the feeling that Sauce goes at seven. If if the Jets don't take him at four, he's going to go at seven to the Giants. And then I think the it, next cornerback could be at nine or ten with the Jets if we went edge at four. Would you be okay with Stingley? I don't mind Stingley if he comes back, though, healthy enough. Because they had his NFL comparison to being Revis. So Ooh. definitely, though, if he plays to his comparison, mm-hmm. 100% takes Stinley. Because if not, he's going to Minnesota and he's going to, or he's going to Washington. The first oh, is going no. to Houston. Boom! You're out of here! Multivitamins. A lot of you guys don't want Stingley. I think it's because you guys have that shell shock from D. Miller. And look, Stingley was off my board for a long time. Watching him run the way he ran in the 40, 4, 3, 7 or whatever. Who we got? Call from Carson. Carson, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Press 2. Uh-oh. Carson! Hello! Sorry, Carson. Let's see if I can get... Eh, Let's scroll to the top. See if I get Carson back. I think I got his number. Carson, hang in there. Ryan! Yo, what's up, Carson? (laughs) Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on? How you doing? I'm hanging in there. Sorry, my phones are not working so good tonight. Yeah, you, you know what's funny? I called in and um, the the it went straight to your voicemail, and then mm-hmm. it said that you were calling me. So it yeah, it's interesting because I, I picked up the phone and I hit the one button like I'm like I'm supposed to, and then it just doesn't let me like actually talk to people. It just keeps like saying like Hey, pick up the phone." But anyway, yeah, so, talk to yeah, me. So what's going on? Ah, you know, just doing a call-in show. Talk to me. Do you want to trade? Do you want, who do you want? What's going on? So I think we've discussed, again, we've gone back recently, you know, back and forth over the last couple of days. Yeah. Um, about, uh, I think four, um, from what we've been seeing uh, reported, uh, I would be shocked that if the Lions take Tibbs, I, I really do, because I think, uh, I, I, honestly, I think the Jaguars are either going to take Walker or Hutch, Mm-hmm. And I don't think the Lions are in love with Tibbs. Mm-hmm. So I think um, the Lions will either take whoever's there, either Walker or Hutch. 
Okay. And then at Houston, they have too many holes. I think they'd be really stupid just financially and and asset wise to be to take Tibbs. It doesn't make them. It makes them a better team defensively, but they have so many needs. And with Davis Mills being at quarterback, mm-hmm. I, I just can't see them taking a, def- uh, a defensive end now. It's just not in the cards for them. They should take a Quanu, mm-hmm. uh, or or they should take a Quanu or a Neal. That mm-hmm. should be the pick. But will it? I don't know. At four, I think um, I think we're about eighty percent there. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more because there's a little bit of time between now and the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're about 80% there that Tim is going to be a Jet at number four if he's there. I, I, I just can't see them taking Gardner the way that this defense is structured mm-hmm. with uh, running a 4-3 and us being so heavily reliant on the pass rush. I, and with them addressing corner with DJ Reed, mm-hmm. I, I can't see it uh, Gardner at four. Um, so I would be kind of shocked if it's not Thibodeau. What do you think? I don't know if it has to be Thibodeau, but I, I, I do think edge at four makes the most sense. I think edge at four and receiver at 10 does make the most sense. It's not what I would do, but I, I completely understand if that's the way they go. Um, so let me, so, so at 10, right? Yeah. At 10, if, cause I, I would love to see Gardner there at 10, but I don't think he's going to get past the giants at seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I just don't think, so I, I saw some reports that the giants love him. They had a great mm-hmm. dinner with them and a great workout. So I don't think he's going to get past uh, seven. Um, at ten, uh, if you, I'll give you a few names here. At ten, ready? Okay. You got Jamison Williams. Mm-hmm. You have. Mm, let's see. You got Jamison Williams. You have Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. You got Trent McDuffie, who is flying under the radar. He's really good. Um, really good. Devin Lloyd, uh, linebacker from Utah, mm-hmm. and you got. Um, uh, uh, Linderbaum at 10. What uh, out of those? Because I, I have a lot of friends that are Jets fans, mm-hmm. and they go, they say, they say to me that at 10, we should really, really, really want to adjust speed because that's really something we don't have. Now, Moore is quick, mm-hmm. and Davis is quick, but if Jameson Williams is a different type of quick. Okay? Jameson I, Williams I, would be my him, pick like, of those players. Jameson Williams? Yeah, 100%. Of those players, yeah. If we get the edge at four, and we're going receiver at ten. It's it's Williams for me, hundred percent. I gotta I gotta say though, like again, again, I was I was I was arguing with this you the other with you this the other day. Oh yeah, Garrett Wilson, man, he's not getting enough love. He's just I not. like Garrett Wilson. I, I just I like so many. Like if they pull the trigger on Wilson, I'm okay with it. But but like Williams is like the guy that I think strikes fear in the heart of of defenses. And then everyone well, else is just kind of like a like a clump together. Like Wilson to me, I don't know if he's necessarily better than Alave. I don't know if he's necessarily better than um, you know some of these other players. I, I think he's good, and I think his his combine did well. But I I think you can argue he may not be the best receiver on his team in this draft. It's crazy. That's fair. That's fair. Now, oh! <laughs> sorry, brother. Let's see. Twenty six minutes in the chat. Got our boy Green Bean says trade down with the Saints, sixteen nineteen ninety eight. It's a wrap. Who we got? Call from Lima Bean for the one more time. To accept, press one. To send a Lima voicemail, Bean, press no, two. No, it's not gonna work. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lima Bean. 
All right, let's see if I can get him. Let's see if I can get it. Let's see if I can find it. Is this you, Lima Bean? I don't know if that's you. Hopefully, it's a purple person. Hello? Is this Lima Bean? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Yahtzee. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I dude. I, I saw you keep oh, well, calling through it. I was like, okay, I got to get the phone number. Uh, well, okay. I really want to at least call you today because I don't know how long I could be able to call in for the other shows. It's baseball season now. Ooh, man, are you are you telling me you're not going to be hanging out with us through the draft? I basically well, I go, always do, but I, I go I on a hiatus get, like, you know, come May. I go May, June, July. <whistles> Ryan's donezo. A little bit of mental all right, reset. So I guess our schedules will match, like right? you know. But you know, like it was baseball season, so I just I'm. If there was an Iron Horse award for watching games, it'd be me. So, <laughs> fair enough, brother. Talk to me. What do you feel about this draft? Is there a trade you like? Oh, God, I, I have to remember after all these phone calls. I don't know if I remember anything anymore. <laughs> Sorry um, about that. No, it's okay. Um, basically, I, the first thing off the top of my head is I wouldn't touch Pickens with a 10-foot pole. As much as he's a great mm-hmm. prospect, it's not the ACL injury that worries me. It's the fact that he was injured in 2020 as well. Like, any consistent players that were injured just mm-hmm. like that, you know, like the Stingleys. Like, he, he could be Dean Milliner of wide receivers for all we know. Now, what um, was his injury in 2020? Do you know? I don't know exactly. I just know he missed a whole bunch of games. So, and it wasn't like a – soft tissues are one thing. Like, And another thing I remember just now is I guess I understand why you would take sauce and hope for, like, you know, a um, Johnson being there. But after, like, mm-hmm. listening to a lot of Joe Blewett, um, really don't want him anymore. You know, I know. He, 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 do- some, he, he doesn't like Johnson. He bad things about him. He like, like some naughty like words, him. man. Dude, I like, I don't see this is where Joe and I sort of like he likes his guys. Track and record I, is like excellent. That's uh, the thing that makes me worry. Well that's He's the thing. Like I, I trust his judgment, but then I also like fall in love with certain players. And like I shouldn't say I fell in love with Jermaine Johnson, but I like Jermaine Johnson. I like the but he, the he why excellent he's here. video evidence in his like four hour stream. So Oh like, dude, he's so out. good. He's so in depth. I don't know if there's a more in depth film analysis than Joe. Like, it's just like, I get it, but like, it's just, there's, I don't know. I feel like Jermaine Johnson could be, you know, Vernon Goldston, like just one year wonder hasn't done anything, had to like transfer over. Like it's, it's uh, it's risky. Like he, and he's also older on top of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I think we just have to go KT if he's there. And if not, then all hell breaks loose. But like, I, and wide receiver is just a must because um, I know you want to come back up and trade for him. And mm-hmm. I get that. The problem is every team knows we want him. They could squeeze our balls and, like, ask for more picks because they'll be like, hey, Green Bay and Kansas City want some, you know? Mm-hmm. like So, like, we're – But that's okay because for- we, were, we were willing to give up two seconds and a third to go get our guy. I think there's going to be a team somewhere in the first that will take two seconds and a third, and that's, like, a team probably before the 20 pick. Like – I don't think we have to do that, but if a team's playing that, you know, cute game, I would say, yo, I'm out of here. That's a lot of capital, though. Like, you know, it's Sure just... it is. But if we were going to give that up for a guy we wanted to pay $30 million a year for. He's a proven player, though. There's a difference. You know, he's yeah, but he's like 29 years old. Depend on. Like, I mean, I get that. I Trust me, it's not that. But you got to admit, you wanted him when you heard the news. Like, we might be getting me, him. Me, so. I did not want him. No, you no, didn't no. want Tyreek Hill. I did not want Tyreek Hill. I think he's a wife beater and a child beater. I do not want him at all. I think yeah, there, there's other players. I, I think there's other guys that can run fast. I think there's other guys that can catch balls. I don't need someone like that on my team. It's exciting. Don't, don't know, get me wrong. Enough. The initial like, oh wow, 
That would be wild. Yeah. Yes, that Trust did happen. That was, that I was in happen. the same boat because I totally forgot about his like off the field issues for a second. He oh, thought selfishly of the team, it's but then just, once he remembers, like you know what's probably better off. Yeah, it's just it. It didn't feel like to me like the money thing didn't make sense to me. It didn't feel like a Joe Douglas move to give up a bunch of picks, and it also felt very weird. But he like, was doing it. That's the thing. Well, that's what it doesn't make sense to me. Like I almost feel like we were used as a ploy to like get Miami to pay more, to get well, the Chiefs to get more, Tyreek got more, well, and then we kind of signaled to every other team, like, hey, we're willing to give up these picks for a receiver. And I just don't... Well, if it like, hurts the, Miami, the, like, screw them, so, you know? Yeah, well, that that's just it, right? Like, we, we hope we got enough uh, value squeezed out of Miami for this trade. But, brother, thank you so much but, for the call. You've been a gem. From the cockpit. I do think the pick's going to be edge. As much as I love Sauce Gardner, this is the same thing I said about the 2020 draft. And everyone just remembers, Ryan loves CeeDee Lamb. I did love CeeDee Lamb. <laughs> He's a great player. I have him on my fantasy team. Sauce Gardner, I think, is a great player. But I think edge is more important. And I do think the Jets could go edge wide receiver. I just think that there's a ton of value at wide receiver later on. But I don't think Joe wants the stigma of, hey, you didn't help your young quarterback. You went defense twice. I think there is some uh, legit fear with that. Call from Jason. To accept. Jason, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. How are we, Ryan? I am not doing too bad. Talk to me. Is there some uh, some type of trade you want to see the Jets uh, go in with this year? Um, You know, I've been watching the stream pretty much since the beginning now, and I'm mm -hmm. definitely uh, liking what people are saying about the Chiefs because I was not thinking about that at all. Yeah, so seeing the Chiefs, like, you know, that Chiefs was... coming up to 10 like, oh, is an interesting oh, thing, that right? Was, yeah, it definitely would. You know, I've definitely been putting scenarios in my head mm -hmm. about uh, with the Saints, trying to do, like, the PFF uh, mock, seeing sure. what... Uh, and all that. But my overall, if we don't do any trades, I definitely think pick four... Mm -hmm. Or I can go one of two ways. Pick four would be um, Sauce, mm -hmm. and then ten would be Jermaine Johnson, which I know you said great yep. pick would go. Everything would go well. Mm -hmm. Or pick four, Kayvon Thibodeau. Pick mm -hmm. ten, Derek Stingley. I wouldn't hate that. Like as much as I said, I didn't want to touch Stingley. I think that might provide better value. Um, I, it, and then you kind of have the outside shot of, like, maybe Sauce makes it past the Giants and sneaks by there. Um, maybe, yeah. I, I, I find it hard to believe that happens. But Stingley is interesting because he's considered, like, a top three player in this class if healthy and everything checks out. But people are so worried about the injury. Uh, but then he runs, like, a 4-3-7. Like, this dude, if Stingley had his freshman year replicated two more years, he'd be the number one pick in this draft. It's it's crazy oh, yeah, to think 100%. how talented this guy's ceiling is. Yeah, and you know I would I would honestly be okay with if they went McDuffie mm -hmm. at ten. I mean it might be a little early for him because I feel like you know mm -hmm. he might go thirteen to I believe the Vikings they have thirteen if I'm not mistaken. But sure, you know if if, if you I could go think... at thirteen, why couldn't you go at ten? Right, like it's it's so close. If you like one over the other, I'm yeah. okay with it. So where would you go at thirty five and thirty eight then? Thirty five would be best available receiver. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, is there a, is whoever there a receiver is you're there? hoping is there, or is it like kind of you know whoever's there? Because oh, there's so many scenarios I can put in my head. It's hard to it's hard to pick one. It's hard to 
figure out exactly if I had to pick one at 35, I'd maybe say Jahan Dotson. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. like him. I, like I would him like Christian lot. Watson. I like him. I like them both. I think they're both great. I just, if you're thinking realistically, obviously not Williams, Olave, all those players are not going to be there. Yeah. I think we can all agree that those top five are not going to be there. Let's say Traylon Burks but makes it down that far. Do you think Joe Douglas pulls the trigger does, on him with the lower ass? If he does, we get him. There's a chance. I think he, out of those five, mm-hmm. you know, with London, Olave, Williams, and uh, Wilson, he would be the one to fall. I agree. But I I think we take him. If he's not there, Jahan Dotson, Christian Watson. Boom! You're out of here! Chicken, brother! We got 17 minutes left of the call-in show. You guys can plead your case. You get three minutes to tell me why I'm wrong, what kind of trade you want, what you want to see happen in the draft. Maybe you just want to talk a little bit. Not having a great day. I'm here for you. Call from. To accept, press. Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan, what's up? Hey! Finally got you. Yeah, I, I had you before, and then it, like, bounced you off. I was getting so frustrated. And then I think I tried to call you back, and it went to voicemail. Um, I'm sorry about that. That's all right. <laughs> so you were probably trying to call in trying anyway, to get me anyway, but let's go. <laughs> Talk to me. I, I don't want to trade nobody. Okay. I don't feel it's necessary. And I'll tell you what, we got a deep receiver class, even in the mm-hmm. second round. I don't know why everybody can't wait to get Debo, can't wait to get Metcalf. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, A.J. Brown, I'll be honest with you. I think there's guys in this draft that could be about their level. I think people you know, want like them Garrett because Wilson. you can grade Zach Wilson better. And it's not to say that these wide receivers won't go higher, like uh, talent-wise, than some of the receivers you could trade for, but I think the grading of Wilson is so critically important that they're willing to trade picks for proven guys that we know are good right now. And I, I can understand that thought process because I'm with you. Like I would like to make the picks and I want Douglas to have the same caliber of success that he had last year with all our high picks this year. You know what, Ryan, I know you're very heavy focused on defense and I agree with you. We haven't had an edge rusher. <clears throat> Excuse me. lost my voice. Mm-hmm. We haven't had an edge rusher since John Avery. But mm-hmm. you know what? You got to make Zach Wilson comfortable. Mm-hmm. If we fail on the offensive side because Zach Wilson isn't developing, mm-hmm. there goes a whole season. We got to get a receiver. Mm-hmm. If we have to go number four to receiver. Mm-hmm. We have to go number four. We can get a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. You got Boya Mafi in, in, in the second round. If mm-hmm. you can't get one in the first round, you can get Jermaine Johnson in number 10. Mm-hmm. We got to get that number one receiver, man, or we're in trouble. Yeah, look, I can understand if guys say, hey, let's go offensive tackle. Like, Let's say we go Icky at four, we go Williams at 10, or something along those lines, or you know, your best receiver at 10, and you take whatever offensive lineman, maybe it's Trevor Penning, falls to, you know, goes at 10. I, it's hard for me to argue against it because it's just you have to get the quarterback right. If you don't get the quarterback right, nothing else matters. It, do, it doesn't matter if you have a pass rusher. But I do think in a pass rusher-heavy draft, and a defense-heavy draft, don't force a need when there's some really good players that you can get trading back into the first or in the second round. Like I really, I like a lot of the wide receivers, and I'm just curious to see, is there a particular receiver that Joe Douglas covets or that this team covets? Or is it like, mm-hmm. 
or, or do they feel kind of like me where you could kind of go a whole bunch of different routes? If they love a guy at four, if they love a guy at 10, no questions asked. You got to help Zach. Let me tell you something. That kid, Alec Pierce from Cincinnati, that kid can I like play. him. I like him a lot. Don't, I lo- a lot of people are not giving kid. him. He might be yep. one of the steals of the draft. A hundred percent. I six foot three, dude. I, I like him a lot. I, if, if we wait till the second round, like that's what I'm saying. There's like eight to 10 guys that are really good in this draft. Yeah. But I, I get where you're saying because you got to help out Zach. Because if we fail and we took two defensive players at the top end of this draft, Joe Douglas is going to get yeah. roasted. Brother, you thank better you so believe much. it, man. You're out of here. Ejected from the cockpit. I love our calls. I believe that one was Joe. The names, I should really put names on these phone numbers when they pop in because I, I do, I get to know you guys by the sound of your voice and then I always fudge up the names <laughs> so if it's not joe i'm pretty sure it's joe um then uh you know oops although i can't really put in the name because if i put in the name then the name is voiced by google and i don't know if that's like something people want although it's really funny when the assassin calls in <laughs> because i gotta click it quick before i like drop the p word you guys know who i'm talking about if you hang out in the stream we got 12 minutes. We could take like three more calls. Ooh, Robbie Oak says Sims has Pierce as number three, I think. Kind of crazy. I don't think he had him that high, if I'm not mistaken. Actually, did I not see the receiver? No, I definitely saw the receiver one. Where did he have him? He, d- he definitely had Pierce. He did have him at three, actually. It was definitely three. It was what? Jamison Williams? He didn't have Garrett Wilson. Or Alave, I think. I think it was... God, who was... Burks might have been five? If you guys know it in the chat, I don't remember what Sims' top five receivers were, but you're right. I made a video about it. (laughs) I should know this. Watson and Pierce. Oh, God, I like Watson. I really do. Who we got? Call from. No! I tried. Let's see. Maybe I'll call someone random back. Let's call this guy back. Who we got? It's Ryan. What's up? Hey, man. We just spoke with each other. Oh, were you trying to call in again, or am I just calling duplicates? No, you just call him probably a uh, just a random a past uh, call. I see. <laughs> All right, take it easy, dude. Take. <laughs> oh, I gotta eject myself. From the You're out of here. Here we go. This is an orange number. Let's call an orange number. See what that does. Who is this person? Ah, Sims had Christian Watson at number two. Hey. Hey, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, man, I can't wait to the draft. Dude, are you going to be watching the draft stream? It's like, 
Yeah, I'm going to be actually watching your channel because I'm not watching it on through ESPN or whatever. Ah, I love it. Well, see, it's good to have it on ESPN so you kind of see and get the narrative, but then you can also hear us and our reaction. We're kind of like 30 seconds delayed. So you're going to wind up being able to watch the draft and then be like, oh, wow, that's interesting. What did these guys think? And then (laughs) you'll catch our live reaction on it. I'm sure you'll be with uh, Green Bay and Mallory. Dude, it's, we've been doing this for three years. I absolutely love the draft. Shows. It's something we look forward to every damn year. And we talk about it like throughout the season, too. We'll be texting about like, yo, I can't wait till next year, even though we're burnt out after three days. Yeah, hopefully we don't have to worry about the draft next year. Oh, I hope so. I hope, dude, I hope it makes it so much harder for the mock draft, which like sucks for like my off-season content because if you have the 20th pick, it's a lot more like, what happens? But then... That means we did better in season, which is good for the channel too. Would you want to trade with the same sixteen and nineteen for number four? I wouldn't hate it. I'd be cool with it because I, I really, I think edge rusher at ten is totally fine with me. So if you get a haul of picks from either the Saints or the Steelers or some other team, I'm okay with trading down, hundred percent. I don't think there's one edge rusher that I covet so much more than another that I wouldn't feel comfortable taking more there? at ten. I totally agree with you. Are there players you want to see the Jets take at 16 and 19? Uh, you know, Linderbaum's a little bit of a stretch. I kind of want to – I honestly, I'm going to take those two and just trade more back and mm-hmm. totally be fine with it. Yeah. But now, we need players too, so. Is there someone you hope falls to 10 that you would take? You know, I, I do like Lloyd. Uh, you know, I, I think we just we, – we could double tip here at edge here. That's not impossible. Yeah, we've talked about that too, where it's like, what happens if you can get Walker, who's like a D-tackle, D-end hybrid, and then you get someone like a Karloftis or Johnson at 10, and now you have guys that make this defensive line like totally dynamic and builds in an insurance policy for Carl Lawson. Like instead of taking the luxury pick that might be maybe a safety or a, uh, a corner. Exactly. And like, I still like the receiver at the tail end of the first. Trent McDuffie is like one of those names that pop up around there. He, mm-hmm. he seems pretty good. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I like. There's a lot of guys that I like. I do think Sauce is way and away the best because he doesn't have the question mark that, that Stingley has, but I think Stingley talent-wise is on par. Um, and then McDuffie's just, you know, a level down from that. Him and uh, Thibodeau, I, they're just two West Coast guys. They're not for us. Dude, I don't want that attitude in our. There's something about Thibodeau, and like, there, it fascinates me because, like, I think he could be a star in New York City. Like, I really do. But I think he's gonna be feeling himself too much in the big city. Like, I really do, and it concerns the living life out of me. He doesn't have the mental capacity. I don't want to really say that because, be like, he, look, he was, Oregon has a huge spotlight on. Him. They're always. You know, they're they're one of the That's college though. Yeah, it is, but I think he I was the number it, one recruit coming out of high ball. school. I just think he I I think he thinks his shit doesn't smell. That that's kind of, well exactly. that's that's what I'm concerned about. And it's, Come it's on. the talent I think is there. But I think when you see Sims say like, look, sure. this dude's not even like a top guy, like that certainly concerns me. But brother, thank you so much for the call. You chicken brother cockpit. You're out of here. All right, we got time for another call. Let's get, let's get one more caller in here. Let's see if the phone calls are going to work. And if not, I'll try something different. After this stream, I am going 
to try and find another call-in service <laughs> instead of Google Voice. Clearly, uh, not working the right way. And I would love to have people on hold because I feel bad for people that have called in a zillion times and have not gotten through. At least if you call in, you can wait, and then I'll get to you. And then I could, like, rip through calls. That would be great. William says, let's get some more polls in the chat. That's the tough thing about doing the live call-in show. Like, I almost need, a, like, a producer on the back end that I just, like, allow to do these things. I wish moderators could make a, uh, a poll question. That would be ideal. Because then you guys could dictate all that. I can't feel you guys there. Be awesome. Now, if you guys want to know what our results were of what trade would you like to do, trade down with the Saints won at 46%. Trade for a player was 32%. Trade down with the Steelers was 14%. Trade up was 7%. So you guys are not high on the trade up train. I like trading up into the first. I know you guys don't, but I like it. I like it. I think that's the sweet spot. I really do. Jake says, give me f more lottery tickets versus one big one at four. So he's looking for the trade down. Briona. Watson, Watson, Watson. Afrim says, do StreamYard and do video calls. I could do video calls with this. This software I like way more than, uh, than StreamYard. But I don't... Uh... I don't always love the video call because it gets kind of weird. And I think it, it turns off some people that don't want to show their face. Who we got? Call from Malik. Ooh, Malik. To accept. What's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Ah, oh, my God, my God. <laughs> I know. You've been trying so hard. I had you before and I, I picked it up and it like hung up. I was like, no. <laughs> for real, for real. But Ado, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Johnson's tape is pretty legit. So to be honest, mm -hmm. we already got our edge, man. We need to take him at 10. Take Sauce at 4 because we need that dog. Sauce is going to bring that dog that we need. Dude, take, I think he can create sauce. more opportunities for our offense. Like, I think he can intercept the ball. I think he we can need to be trying quarterback. To, we need to – this is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. We need to change the culture, man. That's what we need to do. Mm -hmm. We need to change the culture of this team. We need dogs. Jermaine Johnson, he's a dog, man. A dog. Dude, I agree. I'm Those are the two players that like I really like as culture fits. I really like at positions of need. And I really like think they are both realistic options at both those picks. But it just I the, the whole wide receiver thing is just so frustrating. <laughs> like we took man two years what I was ago. Like tell, I wanted that listen, to be the solution. This is what I was trying to tell you, dog on the last podcast, you dog Matt. I was trying to tell him, I, don't get it twisted. Sure. KT, he's a good pro, he's a good prospect. I look, KT, he's pretty good. Yeah. But you mean to tell me you're, you're comparing yourself to Jadavion Clowney? I thought we supposed yeah. to be Lawrence Taylor. Like, right. come on, what are we trying to build here? We want goats. We don't want the little whack. We don't need that shit. We want goats on this team. We need to change the culture, man. The Kobe Dean. I would try to get a linebacker. Dude, I would. Kobe I Dean. like Nicobe Dean over over KT. I really do. Like, if we're I'm thinking like mentality. Up. Like, I would, if you could trade, oh God, I, I want to find a way to get N'Kobe Dean on this team. <laughs> I don't know and how before, to do it listen, without before, trading down listen, and losing sauce, listen, but. Listen, before the time runs out, yeah. I want to I ask you about something. Yeah, fire away. I think we should go, I think we should go all defense. Hear me out on this. Ooh, okay. Instead of trying, instead of trying to 
just draft a receiver, mm-hmm. Denzel Mims. Let's invest our assets into Denzel Mims. Get, okay. l- listen, Julio, Julio Jones, we should try to pick up Julio Jones, right, put him on a two-year contract, mm-hmm. and let him mentor Denzel Mims. Like, if he mentors Denzel Mims, he can be – we can – we don't need to try to trade for Debo Samuel. We have our mm-hmm. Debo Samuel and Elijah Moore. Just give mm-hmm. them the opportunity to be Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We have to give our guys opportunities. That's what I'm saying. Give, we have to give our guys opportunities, man. So let's play that devil's advocate because I do think there's an interesting thought process here because if they believe in Mims, which I think is a really risky proposition, but you have us bringing in Julio Jones. So, so you're kind of like at least hedging your bets a little bit. And I do think we want to run the two tight end sets. I think we want to go with Corey Davis. I think we want Elijah Moore. I think we want Braxton Barrows. And I think we've got Michael Carter. So there's a lot of mouths to feed already without bringing in a wide receiver. Um, no, we don't need we don't need Julio Jones to be Atlanta's, Atlanta Falcons Julio yeah. Jones. No, I, just I, I see need him to saying. mentor Denzel Mims. Give him whatever you want. Do you want the 15 mil? Just give it to him. For oh, you're nuts. You're not, <laughs> I'm not giving him listen, listen, no, listen, 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 hear me out. Hear okay, me out. Hear okay, me out. Hear okay. me out. Hear me out. This is why I want you to We're not. That's not. Come on now. We're not about to be Super Bowl contenders in two years. Come on. Sure. We, we can afford. We're not going to. We got to trust in the rebuilding process. We're just giving them I a love your mind, Emily, but you better check that from the cockpit. <laughs> that's it. You're out of here. <laughs> oh, interesting. T- okay, so let me talk about this real quick. Because the, 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 if we go all defense. I don't think that's a good move. I don't think you should do that. I think if you want to go three of four being defense and one wide receiver, that's probably more where I'm I'm dialed in with. Um, it's interesting, though. If you go defense, you go edge rusher, you go corner or corner edge rusher. I would love to go linebacker and safety then, I guess, if you really wanted to, like, pull that trigger. I don't think that's a smart move, though. I want a receiver within the top two rounds. Would I trade for one? Yeah, I would. I would understand if they wanted to. I wanted, like, I wanted Ridley. I'd be cool with A.J. Brown. I'd be cool with Debo. Um, It's going to be interesting to see how this all plans out. And we only have, like, 10 days. So, boys and girls, if you're going to be hanging out with us for the draft stream, hit that like button. If you're not going to be hanging out with the draft stream, but you're going to go back and watch some of the highlights, hit the like button. If you want to send me an email... Because I have some uh, help that I'm looking to get on the back end of things. Um, reach out because there's there's a few tasks that I'm trying to kind of figure out that I don't want to do. <laughs> like while I'm on stream, there's just too much. I don't have the mental bandwidth while the stream while the draft's going on to be able to do that. Uh, but guys, it's been a lot of fun. I enjoyed taking your phone calls. I think uh, all of us are burnt out from this draft talk and we just want it to be here 10 more days if you guys aren't make sure you head over to to green bean stream i think he's got one going on tonight at 10 o'clock we will see you tomorrow eight o'clock to 10 o'clock for talking jets my name is ryan this is jets talk signing off j-e-t-s